At Affordable Medical Equipment, you are the first and only concern. Whether you need a stair lift or a walker, lift chair or bath bench, we are going to have it in stock. Whether you are the senior or the junior now taking care of the senior, we are here for you, which is why we are proud to now be partnering with Navigating in Reverse, a company that holds the same core beliefs and mission value as we do. Since 2006, Affordable Medical Equipment has been supplying the needs of our community through concentrating on one customer at a time. We are located at 1812 Sunset Boulevard in West Columbia. You can contact us at 803-926-1493. Well, we're into a new year, which always makes us mindful of things we can do differently. I don't make New Year's resolutions, but I'm a big believer in to-do lists and ticking items off of them so I can see the progress I make. Today, we're talking about getting help with some overwhelming tasks you might be facing. And welcome to Navigating in Reverse, the podcast for people in the sometimes awkward position of parenting their aging parent. I'm Anna Gelbman Edmonds. I'll be shutting down one of my email addresses soon and have to comb through the hundreds or actually thousands of emails to see which need forwarded to my current address and which can simply be allowed to disappear into the galaxy of deleted emails. I wish I could hire someone to do that for me. I also have to someday organize all the photos on my phone, deleting hundreds of them, and make sure they're saved in the cloud. I sure wish I could hire someone to do that, too. So I know a lot of you listeners are facing daunting tasks related to downsizing into a new home or senior living community, or reorganizing their homes to enable them to age in place. Both scenarios mean moving things, getting rid of things, or coming up with creative ways of things being in the home and storage areas. Just thinking about all that gives me the heebie-jeebies, and that's not even something on my to-do list. Well, help is on the way for you. My guest today owns Be Moved, a move management and organizing company that specializes in taking the stress out of all of that. Jessica Brim, welcome to Navigating in Reverse. Excellent. Thank you, Anna. Thanks for being here. My pleasure. So from the start, I just want to say that this is not the first or the second, nor will it be the last time that I interview someone on the topic of downsizing and organizing. It's a huge issue. Absolutely. Right. There's no caregiver or senior who won't face that daunting task at some point in their life. And given the large population of senior todays, we can't talk about it enough. So with that being said, I'm going to ask you to just take very briefly, because you are not a moving company. Correct. Because the company is called Be Moved. You are not a moving company with a fleet of vans or trucks. I want you to Jessica, to tell listeners who you are and what you do. Well, thank you, Anna. My organizing and moving journey started in 2014 from reading an article about a gentleman who was undergoing the task that so many adult children and caregivers undertake, going through everything that was left behind. So what happened when you read that? I found my people. What does that mean? There were other people out there that had a passion for the details, for organizing, for making things be right, putting things into place. As I say, we come in and we calm the chaos and clear the clutter. Okay. So everything has to have a place. You're one of those type A people that probably has a junk drawer that's actually organized then, right? Yes, I do. 
Do you have more than one? (laughs) No, I only have one junk drawer. Now, my partner, my husband, on the other hand, has quite a few. Okay. That's okay. Is your linen closet, is everything folded and stacked neatly? Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. That's so fun. Mine is, too, but my junk drawer is a junk, is a a classic junk drawer. Okay. So, but the company is called Be Moved. So, you are a professional organizer. Correct. So, what else do you do? So Be Moved, we are professional organizers and move managers. We specialize in the senior industry, meaning that we work with seniors and their families to calm the chaos and clear the clutter. We go in and help them decide what their next steps are. We can help them age gracefully and safely in place by evaluating if their home environment is something that they can remain in, repositioning furniture, removing items that are no longer necessary, helping them make decisions about what to do with their excess stuff. Okay. I worked with a gentleman once and I said, oh, don't worry, we'll clear the clutter for you. And he looked at me and says, I don't have clutter. My things are not clutter. (laughs) So I now call them treasures and possessions. Yes, yes. Even saying things gets old. You know, let's move your things. It It makes it sound like it it's not valuable. Correct. And really a stack of National Geographics from 1940 is clutter, but there's value to them in that stuff, right? And so you're the kind of person that can go into these homes and somehow, and I'm going to, we're going to get to this somehow, talk to these people and help explain what should safely stay, how we can get rid of it, because we don't want to throw it in the trash necessarily. There's things that, that can be sold or given away. So you go in and help them make these decisions. Correct. And then actually use your backbone and do a lot of that work for them. Correct. We help by creating a plan. We help them sort. We help them pack. We help them move, not physically ourselves, Mm -hmm. but we do manage the move day, loading and unloading of the truck. And then we will help them settle in. We unpack. We hang pictures. And then once that has occurred, we also work with the seniors and their families to determine what to do with all that was left behind. Right. So we help them through liquidation, donation, and discarding. We also help them identify things that they want to gift to their family. So it's not just a one-and-done process. It took you a lifetime to accumulate or right. amass that was the word I was thinking. Yes. <laughs> well, considering the average home has 300,000 items in oh it. Oh, my gosh. A mass is sometimes the word we're looking for. Yes. But we do go back and we work with them to make those decisions because that's where the stumbling blocks come in. Always the first question is, I just don't know where to start. How do you decide? Just like you accumulated your collection one piece at a time. That's how we work with you one step at a time. Well, I want to, because I was thinking this, so I'm going to insert it really quickly. You're mostly working with people who are downsizing and moving into maybe an assisted living facility or moving in with their children, downsizing in some way or making it safer to to age in place. But you also work with people where there's been a death in the family and the stuff has, it's just got to go at this point or be dispersed to the family. I mean, we're done. So you do that too. Correct. And we have worked with families where we actually start in their single family home work with them to downsize into an independent living 
apartment or senior community. Mm-hmm. Then they call us again when they're going through the next step from mm-hmm. independent living at a community into perhaps assisted living in right. the community. Right. And then we are also blessed to receive calls from families when our client, senior clients have passed to come and help them remove the items from that last living place. Right. So we really run full circle. We've I we've worked with one family and did five different moves wow. for this particular client. Right. And sometimes the actual client is the caregiver and they may be living out of state or somewhere else and they just can't come out here and do that with them. So you you have almost full control practically of what's going on. Is that correct? Correct. Correct. One of our very favorite clients, he had five sons mm. and each of them lived further apart from each other. Right. We were fortunate to work with him here in town. And then when he did pass, we got the call from the son in Philadelphia. In fact, we were the second call once the gentleman passed. Wow. To come and take care of the last things of dad. Okay. So to me, the safety aspect of it is the most important. I know uh, not too long ago, we had one of the fire marshals on and we were talking about clutter, hoarding even. I mean, I'm sure you've run into that. My, my guess is you have. And even the caregivers don't really understand until you point some of these obstacles out, these safety obstacles. So what are some classic things that you see that you have to point out as far as if somebody wants to age in place or even if they're moving, something that they need to do differently that'll make it safer for them? The first thing that we do when we are working with a client that wants to stay in place kind of a backstory. The senior market is considered when you're 55 and over. Okay. That's what all the advertising is. Oh, you're 55. Come to this exclusive community that you can live in. And you get a discount at the movie theater. (laughs) (laughs) When you're 55, you're starting to see the light. Perhaps your children are grown and flown or they're very self-sufficient. They're in high school your career is doing really well. You know, you're starting to feel like you can breathe. You're at your peak, yes. Correct, yes. correct. So that's 55. But the average person moving into a senior community doesn't really start thinking about it until they're 72. Right. And then the average resident in a senior community is 82. Right. So it takes about 30 years from feeling like you can breathe So you actually make that move into a community. Right. However, only 30% of the senior population actually ever moves into some type of a senior community. The other 70% either ages in place in their own home, they move in with family, or they have a caregiver come and stay in their home with them. Right. So when we enter a home and are evaluating What's the best way for them to stay and age gracefully where they are for as long as they can? Sure. Which is always the, it's always preferable. Correct. We like to walk around and get a feel for how they live in their space. Okay. Typically, you they use the kitchen, they use the bathroom, they have their bedroom, and then they have their nest, mm-hmm. which is their favorite place to sit yes, in the, the home. The lounger with the lamp <laughs> and the, the TV remote and the magazine rack, right? Correct. <laughs> Snack Correct. tray. <laughs> Evaluate their current physical condition. Are they able to get around 
you know, on their own? Do they sometimes wobble? Do they have any type of medical device that's assisting them, whether it's a cane, a walker, a scooter, et cetera? So those are the first evaluations that Mm -hmm. we look at. And honestly, just as when you had a toddler toddling around, Mm -hmm. you need to look for the sharp edges, the tripping hazards, et cetera. First thing we love to get rid of is the coffee table because that takes up so much real estate. Okay. In the area where they probably spend the majority of their day. I would just freak out if you took my coffee table away. <laughs> I use it all the time for st- <laughs> that, But it makes sense. I get it. Also, we are looking for area rugs. Do yes. they have a lot oh. of area rugs? Because even if they don't use a walker or a wheelchair or some type of medical device to assist them going around... They may be into that shuffling phase where instead of picking up their feet as they walk, they're starting to shuffle. And as you shuffle, you are bound to trip. The area rugs, they curl up or they can, and that's a tripping hazard too. I say get rid of the area rugs. (laughs) They're just, I mean, there are some that are kind of almost magnetic and they stick to like a wood or a laminate floor and it's a little bit different. But your basic area rug from Target or whatever, get rid of them. That's just what I tell people. Yeah, the scattered rugs are the ones that are the most dangerous. The ones that are, the larger area rugs that are grounded um, or held down by the heavier piece of furniture. Those I'm not as worried about. But again, you do have to be careful. Pick up your feet as you're walking. Yeah, and once they start that shuffling, it never stops. I mean, that's just who they are after that. Correct. And then we also, when we're going through, we look for piles. Now, I honestly am a piler, not a filer. If I can't see it, it doesn't exist. (laughs) Right. But I'm the first one that can tell you exactly in that pile what it is that we're looking for. Right. But we do look for piles. We go into the kitchen. We look at how it's being used. Are there dishes that are piling up? Do they have a dishwasher or is it something that they have to do? We go into their bedroom. We take a look at do they have the ability to move around their bed? A lot of times we go through that room with the walker. If someone has a walker, we will walk through the house with with that particular device to make sure that they can get through the doors, that they can get around the furniture pieces that are important to them. And to the bathroom at night. Correct. Mm -hmm. Correct. One of the first questions we always ask when we're working with somebody at home or we're setting up a new home, what side of the bed do you sleep on so that they have an unencumbered access to get to the bathroom. Okay. We also want to make sure that if they are the kind that need their blinds or their curtains closed at night, can they navigate around the bed to make sure that they can get to it with nothing else in its way? We also look in the bathrooms. Do they need grab bars? It's something that they can add to it or are they already in place? Right. And every senior needs grab bars. End of story. I will not bend on that one. You have to have grab bar in the shower, bathtub, right? Right, right Inside by the toilet. next to it. Correct, yes. correct. They're not that expensive, and somebody will install them for you. Yes. Don't grab the towel bar. That's true. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so, okay, so there's this huge assessment that goes on for, say, you're looking at safety, and you're, you're also at the same time assessing, hey, there's a lot of maybe junk in here, these piles and stuff. So I get that. So what about a lot of these seniors have huge collections of things, especially the women. Well, men do too. They cut tools. They collect matchbox cars. These guys do coins, right? There's, I mean, do people collect coins anymore? I think just maybe young people do, but I I think of seniors doing, what do you tell them about that? Especially 
people who collect teacups. You can't take all that with you to right. an assisted living. So take it away. Okay. So <laughs> in 2017, the New York Times published an article that to this day is quoted verbatim by nearly every client we work with. My kids don't want my stuff. Right. It's been almost seven years, y'all. The narrative has changed. Right. So, yes, as a rule, your children don't want your stuff. And you know why? It's because you've already had the thrill of the hunt. You are giving them the collection that you got the thrill to find and curate yourself. So many seniors talk about when they retired, they started going to estate sales. They started going to yard sales. They started going to estate or antique shops to find these pieces, to collect that Hummel, to collect that precious moment, to collect those figurines and the matchbox cars. and They have shows for stuff like that. The Hess truck and... So the children have no sense of the hunt. Correct. They are getting the completed collection. And that's not what they want. Right. So we have different strategies and tips that we use in order to help them determine what it is that their children do want or to honor what they they have. Right. You know, when we work with a client, we encourage them, well, hey, number one, move what you love not just what you need. And so we give them the opportunity to pull out their maybe favorite three things from the collection and keep those. Okay. But back to the children and what they, why they don't want it or what they do want. The children do want certain things. Right. It's all about the moments and the memories. It's sentiment. Correct. Right. As they say, you know, it's the moments that make the memory. Right. And so let your children and your grandchildren Go through your home after you have decided what it is that you love and what you need. But let your children and grandchildren go through the home and let them determine what it is that they do want. It may not be that dining room table with you the You might hutch. be shocked, in other words, what it correct, is they want. Correct. Because I remember being very bold. I'll tell you this before we take a break. Very bold when my parents were young enough. And I told my mom, when you go or when it's time— these are th- you don't have to give me these things, but these are the things I'm interested in. I let her know. Did I get them all? No. I mean, I got five siblings and whatever. Some of the stuff went missing. I don't know where it is. But I think it's important to determine some of that in some way early, and then it's easier to give away. Correct. Right? Correct. One of the most interesting things when my mother passed away, that we invited all the grandchildren to go through her home, and my daughter wanted the solar-powered dancing flower. What? <laughs> Those, that plastic thing? That plastic thing that goes oh click, gosh. click, 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 because it's sanding in the window. They're in every Hallmark store. Exactly. <laughs> and the reason she wanted it is because my daughter and my mother are both voracious readers. Okay. And my daughter and my mom would sit in her office and discuss their love of books and what they had been reading lately. And my daughter would see that dancing flower in the windowsill. And so every time she saw that, she remembered the moments and times that she spent with my mom discussing their love and passion for books. That's so like a metronome going off in the room while they're talking about 
<laughs> Correct. That's silly to me, but I get why it means something to her, you know, because those I see those flower potty things all the time exactly. in stores and hairdressers and everything. Exactly. Well, that's a cute story. We're going to take a break and hear a word from our sponsor, and then we're going to come back and ask a few more questions and then let you say whatever you want to say, and then we'll wrap it up, and we'll be right back. Many people get overwhelmed by questions when it's time to enroll in Medicare. Questions like, when and how do I enroll? What are my options? What does Medicare cost? I'm Caroline Ward, an independent insurance advisor specializing in Medicare. If you need help, don't call a 1-800 number. Just ask Caroline at 803-331-0527 or visit askcaroline.net. Downsizing or moving and have things you or the family don't want or need? Clearing out a storage space or estate property? The Habitat for Humanity Restore is a great place to donate your unwanted and gently used furniture, housewares, books, appliances, tools, and more. You can schedule a free pickup online at habitatcsc.org or call us 803-936-0088. You can also drop off donations at the Restore Monday through Friday between 9 and 5 at 2814 Augusta Road in West Columbia. Okay, we're back, and this is the point where I usually throw in a free commercial for somebody (laughs) or something that I just absolutely love. And because I was with her on the phone the other day and I forgot that I love her as much as I do, my free commercial goes out to Melissa Sprouse-Brown of South Carolina Realty. Melissa's a realtor who's been leading the way with seniors in many ways for years, and she's opened up a side of her realty agency that's totally dedicated to seniors looking to relocate in the Midlands. She's a person of integrity, a good friend of mine, and has a huge heart for seniors. I will have links to her brand new website in the show notes, and there's a big shout out to my friend Melissa Sprouse-Brown. So with that out of the way, I know you know uh, Melissa also. You've uh, been to many, many and networking meeting and event with her. So she's an awesome person. Yes. So I would like to hear, just because you read this chapter in this book and you lit up about organizing, that doesn't make a business. How did you get, how did you actually start this business? Okay. So seven years ago, I took a leap of faith. Mm -hmm. I had a little God whisper in Mm -hmm. my ear that I love to move which is insane. What? I have moved 26 times in my life, and I cannot wait for my next move. Wait a minute. (laughs) What is the matter with you? It's just, have you seen a doctor about this? (laughs) That's (laughs) funny, Anna. That's true. I just love the organizing, the planning, and the possibilities. It's all fresh. It's all new. And not that you're going to reinvent or recreate yourself, but it gives you almost like a rebirth. You have a chance to cast off the old and to reimagine what, what can be. What can be, exactly. How inspirational. Absolutely. <laughs> so taking my passion for organizing, my passion for the details, mm-hmm. being able to see the grand scheme of things, the big picture, all the way down to that very last little piece that goes into crafting a successful move situation. I took a leap of faith, 
stepped out and started networking and getting to know people. In 2017, my husband's company offered us the opportunity to transfer from Ohio down to South Carolina. Mm -hmm. And I was like, absolutely. So I spent a year right there doing my own move. Mm -hmm. We moved here in 2018 and fell in love with our community. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, six weeks after we moved here, my father passed away. Mm -hmm. So So I had to do that too. I spent a year working with my mother, doing everything that our company does with our clients for their moves. So a practice run. Absolutely. (laughs) From preparing the home, packing the home, finding the new home, Mm -hmm. unpacking, settling into the home and getting the other home sold. Okay. So that was wonderful training, if you will. 2019, one of my volunteer opportunities led to my very first client here in South Carolina. Okay. And we have not sat down since. That's amazing. In 2020, we were very blessed to partner with a community that used us exclusively as their senior move management company. Again, during the pandemic, when things were closed down for the health and safety of their staff and for the residents, they partnered with us and we did about 45 moves into that and out of that community that year. My guess is you probably had a few deaths to, to work through, right? <laughs> we did. That's so sad. That is. But okay, that was a rough time. So we've been in business almost seven years now okay. and have orchestrated over 300 moves here in the Midlands. Okay. In addition to doing our Midland moves, we partner with other move managers around the country to assist with move in and move out of oh, state. Oh, if they're moving across state lines and Correct. stuff. That, okay, Correct. that's awesome. So okay. as an example, we just helped client that transitioned from Charleston, South Carolina, right. to here to a community in Columbia. Well, something I noticed when I was on your website, not for the first time, <laughs> is that, you know, Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts, they get all these badges that they want. They, they pin them on there or sew them onto their uniforms. Your website at the bottom has a bunch of badges. I know what they're for. You're credentialed. You know, like if I open, if I started an organizing business, I don't get any badges, What do those badges mean and what are they for? All right. So I am a proud member or Be Moved is a proud member of the National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals or NAPO, Mm -hmm. as well as the National Association of Senior and Specialty Move Managers or NASM. Um, Within NAPO, I have also acquired through additional training, through additional education, the residential organizing certificate and the life transitions organizing certificate. So working directly with families and with individuals that are going through all different types of life transitions, not just a senior downsizing or a state clear out situation. But well, I'm sure there's dementia involved, right? There Things is. Like that. There's, um, like you said, mobility issues involved, Correct. right? But also we work with families that are combining fam- or blending families, right. like two divorce families sure. maybe coming together or unfortunately a divorce couple is separating. And right. so we, um, those are some of the life transitions that we work with, working with someone who's recently widowed. Right. Um, so there's a lot of psychology involved. Correct. In other words, it's more. Of, there's a lot of counseling type yeah. part of this. Yes. Yeah. So an element of this. The one part of our our uh, fee that we charge or we don't charge for is the therapy part. You're right. Right. But I mean, yeah. you have training not as a counselor or a psychologist, but I mean, you all talk about this Correct. in this educational portion Correct. of this training that right. you get. 
And then in addition to the certificates that I've earned through the NAPO organization, I also am a certified senior move manager through the NASM organization, meaning that we have successfully performed more than 40 moves, which I said before, we've done 300 or so. Mm -hmm. And then also, again, additional education and training. I recently returned from the NASM National Conference where there were 500 like-minded senior move managers where we were able to share best practices um, in addition to having hours of educational classroom opportunities. So I want to say, and and we're going to have to wrap it up in a minute, but just the fact that there were that many people at a conference, because I know at least three people in my neck of the woods here that do what you do. Each of them does it a little bit differently, but it's basically the same thing. Your senior move managers and organizers and everything. The need for this is so humongous because of this greatest generation. That's that's. I mean, the youngest of them are in their early sixties. They still have to go through this process. So this is not. This problem is not going away. You're going to be in business for a long time. And what I wanted to say was to listeners: if you call Jessica and need her services, and she can't get to you on your calendar day, she will refer out. She works with these other companies. They're in competition with each other, but you also work together. Do you correct? Not? Yes, correct. It's we partner. Not like nasty business with each other. So. No, I, absolutely okay. not. We see each other at least once a month, right? And are always excited and proud, encouraging. Yes, and we also share. Resources. Yes. I can actually vouch for that because I know them and I talk to Jessica about the other ones and she's always very complimentary and the other ones that I talk to are very complimentary about you. So I know for a fact that you all get along very well. Absolutely. So to wrap it up, I want to let listeners know where can they find you? How can they get in touch with you? Be Moved can be reached at 803-575-0855. For more in-depth information about my passion for moving 26 times and ready for the 27th, you can find us on the web at bemovedorganizing.com. And that is the initial bemovedorganizing.com. And we are also on Facebook at the same address, bemovedorganizing. All that will be in the show notes so that they can go right to that. So I love having you here. We're going to have you back at some point. And I can offer one thing to your listeners sure, today. Sure. On our website, we have a 28-day decluttering calendar. It's ideal for February. Okay. Beginning February 1st, you put out your bends. You travel through the month day by day through the letters of the alphabet. And that gives you a guide to what you can don- donate, declutter, get rid of. And remove from your home, February 28th, you then disperse everything. You take your items to donation. You take your things and discard them or dump them, or you go ahead and gift your things. So all of this is on the website. Okay, so it's almost like having you come into the house and do it for me, but I'm doing it by myself because you just taught me how to do it in 28 days. I love it. Okay, so go to the website. Go see that 28-day declutter of your own home. That can include the garage and your attic. So with that, we are going to sign off. Thank you so much for being here, Jessica. We'll have you back. And um, happy decluttering. And thank you for listening. The 
Reverse Podcast is written and produced by the F-Suite LLC. All rights reserved. Our audio engineer is Andrew Hayworth. Thank you for listening. Thank you.